to the Art and Science Punks podcast, where two lifelong learners talk about art, science, engineering, technology, and how we play with those things in our lives. I'm one of your punks, Kate Stenzinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner. Hey, I am Rob Stenzinger. Welcome, Robbie. Tonight, we're going to have a fun time. Okay. <laughs> You're ready for fun? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm, yes, I'm there. We're going to talk about... Try, try again. Mm, okay. Yep. So what do you got to say for yourself about that? Uh, try, try again. Uh, at first, if you don't succeed, uh, grind Even if you do. A nub. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> Give it another shot. Okay. No, what I want to talk about tonight, I'm just giving you a hard time. What I want to talk about tonight is um, things that we have tried and either we have failed at or maybe it hasn't gone as planned Mm. or hasn't been as successful as we've hoped and we're taking another swing at it or probably and or things that um the first case happens and we would like to take a second swing at and we haven't done it yet i just think it's an important topic from the standpoint of um art and science i think most of the time doesn't work out the first time around I, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think that's the case, even though it, it's, it's pretty trivial to find a narrative looking at how, um, how something became suddenly successful and it was really, you know, a, a, a long work, work in progress, many different, uh, stages of things working, things not working. And then at some point, uh, you know, something getting a big enough investment so others could become aware of it or, you know, that whole mm-hmm. overnight success thing that that's myth. really, yeah, near total myth. Right. Um, it's, it's, uh, and honestly, I, well, I mean, it, it's like uh, the, the legend of King Arthur where you pull a sword from a stone and then boom, like that. And it's magic. And, and then even then it's, there's, there's adventures and trials and sure. difficulty, but like, that's you know those that that kind of myth is uh you know it just maybe shows our underlying desire to find the find that one thing that makes everything else work right just in one 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 attempt well absolutely and i find it too um you know it's an important life lesson right cuz your whole life is like this oh, you know right. and so i watch you know the kids and you know when they're real little failing doesn't seem to phase them but then they get this kind of, you know, they get to a certain age and some of that perfectionism kind of starts to creep in. And yeah. so I know we spent a lot of time talking about, hey, that didn't work. Cool. You know, yep. what what did you notice there? Um, what would you do different next time? Yeah. And I, maybe it's when when you finally have a label for it. And then probably some other feelings attached to, to the label where it's like if you're stumbling around and you're just doing your thing as a, you know, toddler. Yeah. Everything's who, who hard. Cares? Every, every, <laughs> yeah. Standing up is hard. Um, you know. Yeah. Doing your controlling your your bodily, you know, functions, everything. That's hard. It's hard. Getting, Getting your hands in your mouth, yep. everything. Your hands to do it, you know. I know I want to push that button, or I want to go, you know, move over there. It's all challenging, so you got to keep trying. Yeah. So, and, but at some point, there, the, those failures become um, 
just a a moment that that has this this extra feeling you know built into it where oh no um i can't jump that far and and then not only you know i can't do this um or or i want to draw this tree and it looks you know like a broom now what right i noticed it and other people can notice it too and they're not going to think highly of me and all this stuff right and i'm guessing that's the you know, a natural that, Definitely stage. developmental progression, right? So okay. when little ones, the whole world revolves around them, right? They're kind of the center of the universe. And as, a, as they become more aware of others and more aware that they're separate, mm. um, you know, and even right now, our kids being three and seven, the three-year-old notices more now when she can't do something that the seven-year-old can do. Oh boy, yep. Yeah, and sometimes that's frustrating and... Sometimes she, I mean, she, and she very much delights in those things that she can do by herself that is similar to her sister. So it's interesting to kind of watch that development, but I want to talk about you. Oh yeah. Okay. So when you're thinking about something that you're going to pick up and and try again, what are, you usually have a construct, um, but what are things that you think about or what are ways that you kind of weigh out, um, which things or when it's time to try, try again. Oh, that's funny because I would say the, one of the big things that is a try, try again for me. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the two kinds of projects that I love to, you know, feel that mm, they are one of my main pursuits in life and it's comics and, and video games Mm -hmm. and making, making both. So, so not reading them or just playing them. Yeah, <laughs> doing, <laughs> doing some of that too is nice. Uh, That's not something you usually have to try again, though. Uh, let's see. I definitely I fell out of the habit of doing, um, you know, of reading comics and of, of uh, playing games at, at different times. And I think I'm about like a couple years in now to. Um, where that's not really a problem anymore. Right. Yeah. Right? I was just joking with you. But I mean, that, that can be a thing too, as far as, um, this inspiring source. I, I mean, I don't know. That's not that hard to pick apart. It's like having <laughs> a, having a second kid and then adjusting is, uh, right. Right. There's been, <laughs> there's been adjustments there as far as like, wait a minute, where's this capacity come from? How does this work? And then, you know, eventually yep. adapting and finding some, finding some of that. But then as far as the, okay, like how would I frame up, um, like what to try again and why maybe, um, what, why and when okay. is kind of what I was thinking about. Um, because I think there are some things where I think mm. it's not the time, it's not the right time for me to pick that up again. Hmm. Well, for a few years now, I've been working at getting another, um, another comic story into the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there, you know, I like as far as what and why and when, I think that answer varies a lot based on, well, how are you paying your bills? And oh, sure, sure. Because yeah. if you're paying your bills with that as your primary, this is my, it, it's your job and you, you yeah. inherently need to have tools that find where you find a way. And the um, inherently in your schedule is, a, is enough capacity to, to find that. 
whether it's like, oh, yeah, it's going to have to I, be. Yeah, right? I, I take an inspiring trip to a particular city that's going to influence how I do this story mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like sure. that's part of your lifestyle. Yeah, and, you're, and is you have, I don't know, a good, a good compatible lifestyle work style thing going. But then if if it's really a side a side project or a hobby and what have you, I think it's different, and uh, has the the luxury of being potentially extremely different mm-hmm. than that. Like you don't have to focus that much on productivity. And um, so what what mo- what motivates you to do it then? Uh, the I don't know the the. I suppose I have a lot of feelings of enjoying that from making comics before. And um, so I, I made um, a few different kinds of comics surrounding Art Geek Zoo. That was that, that was a sort of a, a banner I, I worked under for a while that I, I had uh, the main story, but then a couple of like, you know, offshoots and experiments yeah. worked in there. And, and I did that enough for, for a few years where I've, I found great enjoyment. And I, the, I, I really, like when it ended, I didn't really, it ended in a weird way. Like, like I just sort of stopped hmm. at one point feeling like, oh, and I'm going to pick it up again. But it was when sort of my day job capacities changed and whatnot. Sure, and I thought, sure. yeah, you okay, I'm not going to give up, what have you. But then. You haven't gotten back to it. I didn't get back to it. So then getting back to it, it happened when uh, I was working. I know it happened a few different times. uh, Looking for themes and ideas working on Inktober uh, art challenge. Oh, sure. And then I was I was developing that sort of some some world and situation and characters surrounding this. um, A lot of character development, I think, happened. uh, Yeah. Ghost brawlers. Yeah. During Inktober. Yeah, and so Ghost Brawlers, I, I sort of revisited for a couple of years and thought, yeah, that's the thing. And then looking at, well, between those two those two pursuits, video games and comics, is there a, um, a potential um, happy reinforcing crossover crossover thing that, um, you know, that could be one of my signature creative voice elements where yeah, I do both and yeah, they feed into one another and whatnot. So I. And I thought, yeah, this this Ghost Brawlers thing was would, would be it. And I ended up shelving that, not permanently, but like there's just a few different elements of it that did, that weren't clicking for me. Mm-hmm. As far as you know, I, I had the um, essentially a short story, ri- you know, written, um, thumbnailed out, ready to go. But it wasn't. It 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 didn't seem as exciting to to work on. So I waited and I had the luxury to wait because it's not my main job and all sure, that stuff. Sure. And, and then it occurred to me later on that, um, well, I always want to be working on this, but I don't want to just sort of um, spin my wheels and and not not do it better than I did before, right? Because what I did before with Art Geek Zoo was really use deadlines to make myself produce. Okay. And I, I enjoyed aspects of that process. But I think I, I have the confidence now where I don't want to worry about that to make the next story. I'll yeah. bring in deadlines when it's as a technique to execute on the thing that I believe in. Yeah. Not, well, I just need to get stuff into the world 
here's a deadline. So that sounds to me like something different you would do different, mm-hmm. right? So between the two projects, that's something you would you would choose to do different, where it mm-hmm. isn't just, because you've done this before, where part of your production process is, I just am going to keep getting things out into the world. I'm going to keep getting things out into the world. And, yeah. and um, you know, really having some, some fun, and, and I will call it spontaneous, um, work that gets out. And that's part of it too. It's not like I want to take my style and become like a um, mm, somebody different. Well, I really respect stories and and worlds and projects that are well architected. Oh, absolutely! And I, I think of like that being a creative architect is a nice has a lot of benefit to it. Mm-hmm. In some some of the predictability, solving big problems ahead of time. But I do enjoy the whole solving problems as they come up and improvising and what what comes of that because inherently it's um, it's a uh, it's not just like oh the first thing that comes out of my head then I move my move forward with it like that's what that was a, that was a neat skill to practice in getting the uh, a comic out every week or multiple yeah. times a week yeah which is that sort of uh, iterative critique and like making rough versions of it to then inform something that became the end work. But yeah. it wasn't the first one that came out. So are you are you ready to kind of commit to what is going to happen with this next or is this still on the shelf right now? Let's see, when, why, and how. It's, okay, so I'm working on... Mm, it's not like this easy cut and dried, these puzzle pieces are perfectly shaped and interlocked because... I essentially my project plate involves two games right now and one of the games has sort of this um, mm, like not plot driven story and and it's just sort of there's banter between two characters for the most part that's it that's the whole thing Um, the other one is more of a story and uh, it's definitely driven by based on the personas of the characters and whatnot, but there's just much more character to yeah. have that. So those are going to take precedence over this comic right now. Uh, the the <laughs> so it's funny. So what 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 when? Let's see. What when? Why and how? I suppose is, is partially. You had three of those that you were looking to probe here. Um, so part of it is well, being okay. But my question: When was, do I feel ready yes, to move ahead on these things? Go. And part of that is based on tools when it comes to the the game, but then part of that is, is the the sort of story and creative engine. It's it's the am I confident in the material, right? So there's a there's a project that has not much story in it that I'm using to sort of figure out the the, the game tech that I'm yep, moving yep, ahead with. Absolutely. And then there's the the other story that w- it which um, I don't have that one's game designed yet. But I'm much more, um, uh, I'm confident based on what I've explored and drafted with the characters, how they relate, and, you know, like, what do they want, and the, um, and the initial plot ideas, right? Anyway, so, like, I feel confident about the story elements and toolbox I've built for that one. Very neat. Very cool. Um, and so that confidence helps me with moving forward and thinking of which problems I want to solve that I have this luxury of not, you know, setting a 
schedule on fire and running around and that's great. That's fantastic. I just meant more from like the creative perspective. Yeah. And I guess it's really different for me. Like the schedule is a powerful, awesome tool that, you know, I think I will employ it at some point, but not yet. Um, and that's, you know, because of my circumstance and everyone right. else is, is, is yeah. in a different situation with that. Um, hmm. But as far as trying again, it's like those are big, those are big things. And it feels good to be, um, you know, moving forward. Even when I set aside that, that Ghost Brawlers concept, it's, it, was ni- it was neat to be working on it and feeling like, yeah, I'm going to do this again. But sometimes doing it again isn't exactly what I assume. Oh, absolutely. And I love that you, how you said that. It, it feels good. It feels good to try again. Mm. What about you? Trying again. I have a list. I have a long list of things I'd like to try again or that I am trying again. Yeah. Okay. The thing that I think is interesting about yours is Art Geek Zoo was successful in its own right. So it's not like you are trying again something that was a flop. Well, I mean, success, it has it had a, a humble success. It had a humble success. Yeah, I mean, it was not. Um, it you, didn't. It did not change my career path as much as I wanted it to, and that's what uh, I was hoping. Okay, all right, yeah. I can. I see that. Um, because my <laughs> some of my things are a little silly. Um, that I'm trying again. Like what? Um, my deck garden. So. Um, I've traditionally had a vegetable garden. We moved almost two years ago now Mm -hmm. and haven't decided where we're going to put the garden in the new place, in the new yard, and what would make sense and what would work. So I did a deck garden, like in plant boxes, last summer. And no matter what I did, and they get plenty of sun, plenty of sun. As a matter of fact, for a while I thought maybe they were getting too much sun. (laughs) Um, I had the wiltiest looking plants and every time I would fertilize, cause I, I bought some, you know, really nice organic. This is what you give to your vegetables and I would mix it up according to directions. I'd measure it perfectly and water and the leaves would just wilt and kind of turn purple. So I have to look yeah. up what that was at any rate. I don't know if it's the plant boxes I had stuff in. I don't know if it's the soil I used, but it didn't work. Right. And it was uh, super disappointing. But I'm going to try, try again. Okay. So that's the plan. I'm going to do like a much how, smaller. Though, so you had, this is the, the, the try again thing is like, there's a, there's an initial effort. There's an outcome. Yes. Right. And then there's an in-between, right? This yeah. is my framing thing as far as trying again, right? So in the in-between, you decided it was worth it somehow to... To, to, to try know. again. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, so why, why is it worth it? And how is that going to look? I think I'm going to ask a lot more questions um, when I go to pick out the plants and, you know, the different, the soil. And I'm going to share my experience from last time and see if anybody can give me, because I know, I mean, this should be pretty straightforward to sort out what's going on and why I had such troubles. Okay. Um, and I'm also going to scale it back. I thought the thing, I think I had too many plants in the plant boxes. Oh, okay. So I'm going to scale it way back. But then halfway through, I did pull half of them out just to try and salvage something. And that didn't seem to help. Yeah, it really does seem like he tried a lot of things. So I did. It'll be, yeah. 
So I don't know if I had, they were really big planters that I had stuff in. Hmm. And so I don't know if they weren't draining well. I don't know. But I want to try again. I'm going to try, try again, just because it's important to me. It's something I feel I'm really good about doing. Hmm. And I do feel like it was a colossal flop last year. Um, so I, I kind of want to, there's a part of it that I need to know that I can do this. Is that weird? Cause it's like, it's growing plants, but. Oh, funny. Yeah. No, I don't think that's weird. Oh, I don't think you're alone there. You know, um, like want, wanting. I just need to know I can do this. Need to know you can do this. Yeah. And okay. so I can't end on that flop and do it again. Mm-hmm. And especially before we, you know, we tear up part of, you know, a piece, a little piece of yard to put a garden in. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Will the will this garden be you know bigger and more expensive failure? Right, right. <laughs> tune in, tune in for that. Yeah. So no, um, so I'm going to do another um, deck garden, and to go along with that, another thing that I'm um, try trying again that is just dovetails right on in there is composting. Oh, composting, composting. Um, so just taking all the kitchen scraps, putting it in the composter, cooking it up, turning it into soil. It's going to make my plants grow. I put a birthday cake in there. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> so put quinoa. Not the whole birthday cake. Just oh. the little bit that was left. Yeah. The uh That's true. It wasn't like a like a statement of saying <laughs> this, you know what? This is what I think about. I want the best soil ever birthday cake goes in. Or that could just be a a, a birthday cake uh composting ritual, right? Where right. You, you're like um this 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 compost has been caked. Happy and birthday, it be, compost! It'll be fantastic now. So, um, at the other at the other house, we inherited a composter. There was a composter on the property, a mm-hmm. compost bin, just a, and it was quite honestly, it was just filled with dirt. And so then we would add scraps to the top of this dirt pile, and it just kind of never really did anything. And so then I was like, so then I ordered some stuff online that was like compost starter, you know, that I added that and still didn't really do anything oh. because it was a big pile of dirt and that's kind of not how it's supposed to work. Gotcha. So I am excited to try again. And so I keep uh, looking different things up online. Like, Ooh, can I put the avocado pit in my composter? What can I put this mango pit in the composter? Sure. Because like what thing le- leads to more, uh, I mean, cause it becomes dirt eventually, right? Yeah. Um, or is, will it be dirt or will it be like swamp thing that comes out of it? Right. It's like, I'm made of, uh, avocado seed. I have a, <laughs> and cake. <laughs> cake. <laughs> now I'm going to, I'm going to trash the place. That's right. Okay. We'll, we'll find out which is going to happen, but it's going to take some time. All right. I'm not going to get dirt like tomorrow. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's, I suppose there is no like fast forward button on decay. And, no. Yeah. And it got cold here again. So that is not helping my case. Ah. It got really cold here again. Yep, so, good point. Thank you, Minnesota. All right. Well, what do you think about trying again? And uh, did we did we did we explore that topic? You mentioned you had a big list. I do, I do, but I th- I think we've I think we've explored it. I'm just trying to think through. So you said it feels good to try again, and I I think it feels like a challenge to try again, oh. but a healthy challenge. Uh, it, oh, I, I 100% empathize. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's, it depends on when you ask me, <laughs> you know, like so, trying again, ask me when, after, right after a failure, try, ask me a little bit later then. Yeah. Ask me when I have some idea what I want to try next. Ask me 
partway through trying next or or even like the the trying not as um an expensive endeavor but like just dabbling to figure out what is going to happen and do you really think your answer would change it's always a challenge yeah i think well sure would it change okay you're such a determined person that I think no matter when, if all those different scenarios you just said before, during, middle, after, if I asked you, you would just be like, bleep, yeah, I'm trying again. Maybe, maybe, but I would, I, I think sometimes bleep, yeah, is, you know, with a tear in my eye and sometimes bleep, yeah, <laughs> is like, you know, ready to s- strike a power chord on a guitar and, uh, you know, jump off the couch. I have a visual now. Yeah. Those are different. Those I mean, are, so yeah. they feel different, but you're right. Maybe, you know, I guess. Uh, I, I have a simple framework that I that I hammer at problems. <laughs> <laughs> so I have one more question for you. Yeah, okay. On this topic yeah. of trying again. So we both shared examples of things that we're really passionate about um, mm. that we would like to try again. Yep. How does it feel or is there a... Are there things that you're not passionate about that you also try again? Uh, maybe hmm, things that you're passionate about that I also try again. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking I mean, more think more so. obligation type things. I can't uh, yes, think of totally. a good idea, but are honestly, good. like yeah, fitness. That's usually one for me. Mm. My uh, my Achilles heel of you know, I'm gonna give up sugar. Oh sure. And that lasts well, about I mean, three minutes. That's okay. I mean, give me all the cookies. <laughs> Uh, let's, so are you passionate about it? But that seems like you, you have, you do have some kind of passion about, I do. Um, yeah. So are there things that, that fit in this, this kind of theme of try again, that like, don't get some big emotion at some point. So maybe I'm not sustainably passionate about, you know, managing finances or, um, having a, a well-organized calendar or, um, you're really good at both those things. Understanding, but that was pr- through time and practice and being annoyed at that things not working. But does that mean that I f- self-identify as, you know, calendar king? <laughs> you <laughs> like, do. You wear that damn crown all the sure. time. I'm the calendar queen. King. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, either way. I like I like to be gender inclusive and, and all that. So, sure. I'm calendar king and queen. So, whatever. <laughs> it's uh <laughs> The oh, let's, uh, but it, it's out of a necessity. It feels good to be, to um, to overall um, to be able to manage those things consistently, and uh, it's it it's less noise and less stress, right? And, and yeah, you know, I'm I'm able to be more present for the stuff that I'm more passionate passionate about because of that. So. Uh, but I still couldn't say like, oh yeah, I'm passionate, passionate about like the calendar stuff or. Yeah. But you would still try again. Like if, if there was a, we, if we've even talked about it, like, oh, we need a, another calendar solution. Yeah. Next round iteration of what the calendar solution is going to look like. So does it end up getting lumped into something else? So it's like, okay, there, the, maybe (laughs) that's like, um, the, (sighs) living tools, um, work process tools, that kind of stuff becomes important because it's part of a big picture. 
Oh, sure, Maybe. sure. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, that makes sense, right? Because how are we going to accomplish these things we are passionate about if we don't take care of, like your two fantastic examples, finances and the calendar. Yep. So, so I'm, I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe that makes sense. I they, like that. They get sort of pulled into a, a gravity well of something more important. But, um, but yeah, individually, they're not. Is not that why I keep failing at giving up sugar? Because <laughs> 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 um, Maybe. Like, I'd, I don't know. I don't think it's been particularly that uh, needed. So, yeah. Yeah. There's that. But, too funny. Okay, that was my last question about trying, trying okay. again. But I did want to. I did want to talk about that. Nice, nice. So, do we have some picks? We do have picks tonight. All right. I so want like you to go first. Art pick and a science pick. Something yeah. you know, fun, interesting, useful, and uh, along those themes of of uh, sharing the love for things we found. Uh, yeah, feed our interest in learning and stuff. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. So I have an art pick. And my art pick is a video game, actually. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's it's by uh, Matt Hackett of Lost Decade Games, and it's called Indie Game Sim. And uh, I think it's available in a variety of different markets. I'll put I'll put a couple links in the show notes. It's for sure on Steam. Steam being this kind of iTunes for video games. Um, th- yeah. But it's also on I think itch.io. Which is this extra indie um, leaning marketplace for games, but a, a, a similar sort of thing, just less uh, um, less of your big titles would be in in that marketplace. But anyway, so yeah, indie game sim is it's a, it's a very uh, classic looking video game feeling thing with like big pixel art and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, here you are needing to. Um, get a game out into the world. You, um, this, this, the whole, the whole sim has this feedback loop of you go back and forth between sort of your world and the, in the desktop of a, of a game developer into, uh, making a game and into sort of publishing the game you made into this sort of steam analog, right? Super cool. Yeah. Where, and then you get feedback from your, from your, um, the imaginary users, right? So like it's that whole is it do you share it with an online community uh what's funny is it's simulated in the game but yet you can also get a link to the games you make nice and then share, share that link and other people can play them which i think is is amazing and what a what an awesome feature where um i've tweeted um uh, at least one i made if not a couple there's um and i'll have to do that again maybe i'll put a link to that in the show notes too where oh fun um someone who like doesn't even have a copy of the game come can come across a link that you shared and wherever you know twitter facebook what have you um and then that your level pops up in their web browser and they can play it oh cool so i could play your levels even though i don't have steam or your game yeah and you don't you don't have to have your own copy of indie game sim to play it nice and yeah, so right there, it's both like, like in an imaginary sense and in a real world sense, helping train you to be a video game designer. Very nice, excellent pick. It's awesome, and I could see using that that as like, um, like part of a course for teaching video games. Yeah, a training tool, um, especially for for like teens, right? Yeah. Because one of the themes that like sort of the in a way the boss of the game is is. 
um, I forget the name of, of this character, but like it's more or less your own fear saying like, you know, why are you bothering? And, you know, kind of doubting. Oh, being, yeah. Being, Interesting. Being a, um, can you turn those characters up and down? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I only no, want positive you reinforcement. Respond, you can respond optimistically to it. And it's like, oh, you know. Funny. It, it just kind of, you know, harumphed with your positivity, right? Anyway, so it's it's a lot of fun. Um, highly recommended indie game sim. But what was your pick? Fantastic. I like that pick. Um, that's a great pick. I'm really excited about my science pick tonight. Mm-hmm. My science pick tonight, and I'm sure people have been seeing this all over the internet, but my science pick tonight is the Tesla solar roof panels. Oh, wait. What? Yeah. So the, the glass solar roof tiles, um, it's solar energy. They've, they're on the market now, or they're just coming out onto the oh, market. Oh, they are. That's what I was they're, wondering. They're just coming out into the market now. The glass tie, um, so tiles are available. Hmm. And they are ridiculously strong, um, three times stronger than standard roofing tiles. And they have all these videos. And this is what people, I think, have been inundated online with, is seeing the different videos of their of their tests, of their solar glass um, tiles. And it, they're just beautiful. And they look mm. amazing on the roofs of houses. And so you can do your entire roof in the material, um, but only select as many solar panel, solar tiles as you need. Right, so they basically make three different kinds: a solar tile, um, um, the non-solar tile, and I forget what the third one is. And so then they kind of pattern it, but it all looks the same on your roof. Oh, right. Wild. So if okay. you don't need, if you've got a giant roof or whatever, but you only need kind of one small section of solar panels, then the rest of the tiles match, but they're non-solar. Anyway, so it's just it's integrating clean energy into your home and the roofing is, the materials are um they've got some crazy warranty on them they're like warranted through infinity <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> because they're so much stronger that's than cute. Okay. yeah yeah so anyway that's my pick and we'll put some links up to some of the fun videos if people haven't seen them but like i said i know they've been kind of around everywhere but that's a little dream of mine is to someday have the solar roof tiles that's exciting i'm right there with you that's a uh... That's been, yeah, in, in a way, like a dream. That yeah. Ever since I've, you know, growing up and learning about solar power, thinking like that's amazing. Yeah, a really cool way to okay. do power. Oh, so we'll put links to them nice the, one. And the show notes. Hmm. All right, that wraps us up for today. We are the Art and Science Punks, coming to you each week with stories of art, science, and creativity, and oftentimes stories of struggles and successes and trying again when we balance our personal passions with work and family. <laughs> the Art and Science Punks. We have a blog at artandsciencepunks.com. And on Twitter, we are just Art Science Punks. You can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm, on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts, where we'd appreciate your kind words and ratings. You can always tweet me at Kate Stenzinger on Twitter. And I am Rob Stenzinger on Twitter. Get out there and try, try again. All right, well, that was enough. Hey, I didn't knock Piccolo over.